big man in the house. What's up, you sick fuck? Watch your mouth. What's <laughs> <laughs> good, dog? Looking like a broadcaster. Yeah, dude, I look, I look, I look professional. Tonight on the hard camera. Bruiser Brody stabbed in 1988. Yeah, dude, that's fucking. Yeah, no, that shit had me. That me captivated. I've still not. I had. I still hadn't seen it yet. That's one of the ones what? I really wanted to see. And so when I illegally watch AEW Dynamite, like it's uh it's on TSN, which is a Canadian network. Mm-hmm. And so every time after it, uh, it's an episode of dark episode of dark uh dark side of ring. And it had the Brody, Bruiser Brody joint. You said what? Dark episode of the ring. Yes, dark episodes, and this was dark. Damn, this was dark. Um, yeah, it was for sure. I got a homie I work with. Uh, he runs another city. I was doing a show for him one day. He was like, "You know, man, I know you're. I know you're like a big wrestling guy, and, I, and I'm not really. But that's what people always start with. There's always, hey, I know, I you know, I don't really fuck with this. This isn't this isn't my thing. However. What with me for about it then? Yeah, right. But he had watched. Uh, <clears throat> he was him and his fiance were binge watching episodes of Dark Side of the Ring, and was telling me about it. It was like, yo, I didn't know this shit was so fucking. Fa-. I'm like, yeah, dog. It's fascinating as fuck. Yeah. Like my sister is texting me mad times. Like I didn't know the I didn't know Sean and Brett like hated each other for real. Y- yeah. What fucking, are you doing? Fucking watching wrestling. I sw- when I was when I was fighting the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck off. <laughs> Deep cut. Deep cut, ladies and gentlemen. That's we call that a callback in the business. Oh shit, man. Uh, how you feeling, man? How you feel? What? How are things? Good, bro. Fucking off for the rest of the week. Uh-oh. Getting my ass up. Getting my ass up big time early tomorrow and driving to Milwaukee. Oh. Blades of Steel, three nights of blistering heavy metal. Blistering heavy metal, the only kind worth listening to. It's going to be sick, Ray's nice. playing. Nice. Shout out to the boys at Ray. Say, yeah, shout out to the boys. Fucking uh, this week, Monday, they just announced that they're playing three shows in L.A. in November. Back okay. to back to back. Okay, back to back to back to back. And our other homies, Grave Ripper from Indianapolis, yeah. just got added to it. Okay, so you probably going. <laughs> talk to work. <laughs> yeah, you gotta talk to work. Listen, dog, listen. I'm not gonna be there. I'm not asking for the time off. Oh, it's I'm, November. I'm not we gonna got plenty be there. time to figure it out. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Uh that'll be dope. That's what's up. It has to be a better trip than your last LA trip. I mean that one was cool. Like that was definitely interesting as fuck. Hopefully your accommodations <laughs> are better, I guess I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's gonna be like there's gonna be I mean, if it's just me and the two bands, it'll be nine of us. Okay, yeah, that's a dope ass B and B right there. Uh I'm not sure if wives are coming or anything mm-hmm. like that. So As long as there's yeah. no uh pay by the hour motels with the uh clerk's personal stash plan. Yeah, that's uh Filthy. I mean, maybe one night. Maybe uh, one of the nights. Hey. They're playing in playing Long Beach, Hollywood, I think it's Hollywood. And Noma, okay, that's what's up. So that's like that's like a forty-five minute like radius right around LA. Okay, Pomona, is that a? I feel like that's a Sons of Anarchy town. <laughs> Maybe not. Northern California. 
And Pomona, yeah, yeah. LA is SoCal. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess it's just the word itself. Just the word yeah. itself. Fucking <laughs> stoked for that shit. I'm stoked for this weekend. Fucking yeah. not looking for the drive, but. Ah, yeah. Except the road pretty early. That's probably well, like eight hours. Six and a half. Yeah, okay. But I got to drive to Chicago. Uh, yeah, so. that's going to be rough. Yeah. That's going to be rough. Did you get your PlayStation yet? Yeah, bro. You did get it? Yeah, bro. Okay. You didn't. It's get, tough. It wasn't there when I came, when I was there. So I'd, I'd forgotten about it. Nope, I got it got like three weeks ago now. Like right after I left. Yeah, it was the uh, week after, I think. Where, where, what you go? What games you got? You gaming? I got Hell Let Loose. I don't really fuck with it too much. Hell it, Let Loose. It's wild, dude. <laughs> it, it's a World War II shit. Okay. It's, it's like hour long matches, and uh, there's 100 people in a match. It's 50 on 50. Mm hmm. There's no HUD, so like, there's no like, you like, you shooting motherfuckers, yeah, and it you don't know where it's coming from. No, oh, they don't even tell you. Oh shit! Yeah, bro, that's kind of dope, actually. It's hard. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of dope. Um, that's big, dude. So you just go until the last person is dead. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, or is it just the hour? Like it's basically like taking over territories. Okay, I always used to like those games. Yeah, it's it's cool. Like if you got a squad, and like it's super cool too, because like the fucking uh, the communication, like there's no parties or anything. Like mm. it's all uh, proxy chat. Oh, so if you're nearby. Oh, yeah, that's decent. Yeah, that's actually big decent. Wow. <laughs> so if you get split up, you fucked up. Yeah. Damn. So you hear a man screaming, "My legs!" Yeah. You gotta run like miles. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Get somewhere. So you see somebody. Damn, so they just drop your yeah, ass off. One of my homies has been playing it since it came out on the PS5, so he's like level 100. We yeah. played with him a couple weeks ago. Uh, he was spawning tanks in for us oh, and shit. fucking. He was, he was driving the tank. My other homie was on the cannon and I was on slaughter. So, like, I was just looking for people and just, like, fucking uh, marking where they were at and just do, 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 do. Yo. Okay. <laughs> Decent, decent. That's that sounds kind of fun. And then back whenever the latest Call of Duty came out, I wasn't sure if I was going to get a PS5 by the time the new one came out. So I just went ahead and bought the version that came with it was an extra ten bucks. Mm. Okay. So you can play PS5 whenever you get it. Hell, so let loose. Of, yeah, hell let loose. It's 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 hard, dude. Mm -hmm. I don't play it too often because like I got to play it with a squad. Oh, okay. You can't just get on there with just any old body. Uh-uh. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. That's what's up, dog. That's what's up. I um I know this is like over with, but like there's there's fallout now. Of course there's more and more fallout. I owe an apology to Chris Rock. Real quick. Um I uh I listened back to the pod, like as we as I was putting it together. And and then hear another pods who, you know, have their own thoughts too. But like there was something that I said that I didn't like. I said that, uh, <laughs> I said, you know, literally I said, not enough has been said about Chris Rock and his perspective and what he's going through. But then I said, but it is what it is. And I just kept going <laughs> to the next thing. <laughs> and I listened back and I felt bad. I was like, damn, like that was a chance for me to do so. And all I said was, all right, here's what it is. Ah. Fuck them. 
Um, yeah, man. Apologies to Chris Rock. A lot of the focus has been about like Will and what Will's dealing with, what Will dealt with leading up to it. Uh, and even I said the slap itself wasn't about just the joke. Chris Rock was like the face of the last 35 years of disrespect. Um, Chris Rock didn't deserve that. There's the general idea of like niggas can get smacked in the mouth, but I'm not sure Chris Rock deserved to be the face of everything that Will Smith dealt with. Uh, so I don't, you know, I, I, I don't know. What kind of personal repercussions Chris has dealt with as a result of getting smacked in front of uh, millions and millions. Sales went through the fucking roof. <laughs> For sure. For sure. For sure. Um I know he's got the tour coming up with Chris Rock uh, damn with uh Kevin Hart. Um yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's an expensive ticket. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, yeah, for I, sure. I think the price jumped up like three hundred percent or some shit. I'll bet. I believe it. I believe it. So, uh, apologies to Chris Rock for not being sensitive enough to really talk about that perspective because uh, there's some meat on that bone too. Um, as far as that goes, August Alcina's being a little bitch. Uh, he's popped up again. He's uh, apparently going to write a tell-all memoir about his escapades uh, with Jada. I think that's some ho shit. Didn't uh, say about that? I didn't. I I haven't been following the story because I really. Oh, I haven't been following it, but it's been popping yeah. up in my goddamn phone. Yeah, some shit popped up today mm-hmm. that uh, said that Jada wished he wouldn't have got up there and slapped him. Bruh, she just wants to watch this dude. Fucking. Bruh, she hates this man. We talked last week about how wives and girlfriends will get you into some shit. Like, what is he still doing with about her? the idea I mean, of protection? She ain't protecting shit by herself. <laughs> After all, it's like, yeah, man, he, should, he it's like he shouldn't have done that. Like, ew, why did he do that? Pac would have shot him. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Shut up. Uh, there's, there's, <laughs> up I, like- <laughs> I think we did a really great job picking it apart, except for the part I apologize for. Um, I, you can hear my exasperation in it. Yeah. But I couldn't go a week without addressing my shortcomings in that entire thing. So apologies to Chris Rock. Um hope all this shit Hope all this shit works out, man. Uh Will Smith has resigned from the Academy, so he can't vote. They talking about freezing his movies. Um I don't like the rhetoric around this shit. No, I don't I don't like it. Uh, makes me sick. I've already talked about black men's pain last week. Um, the double standard of the conversations and actions taken. Like, yeah. Um, there's a new stand-up I wanted to see. Um, you fuck with Gerard Carmichael? I don't watch much stand-up. He has a new stand-up called uh, Rothaniel, um, where he comes out. Mm. Like literally comes out And I haven't seen it I heard it was pretty good But I watched his SNL monologue Where he talks about You know Coming out And um, He said uh, Basically made fun of the fact That like He's getting he, he said he's the least He's the least famous SNL host ever But basically alluded to the fact That like He wouldn't have been the host of SNL If he didn't come out <laughs> Like Taking the hypocrisy of 
the world and the entertainment uh the entertainment business uh hopping on the can I say the gay train? You just did. Should <laughs> I probably should not have. But uh I mean, the LGB train, ha, that's what the T stands for. <laughs> uh <laughs> I get <to> that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I should probably just reverse that audio, reverse that entire thirty five seconds. Uh listeners, if you get confused. Um, I don't really have a lot on the brain, man. But I know, uh, I know we uh, we watched last week's episode of Snowfall. We took about fifteen twenty minutes to damn near get Snowfall the fuck out of here with that last two episodes. Uh, I'll be honest, bro. I watched this past episode. I I I don't remember that much from it. This like it was like a whole different cast. But it was the same people, but they were just acting different. I know the idea of the, it was somewhat like the beginning of Jerome's catharsis. Yeah, and, and Leon too, through. a little bit. A little bit. Um, talk to me. How'd you how'd you see this episode, man? It's fucking weird, bro. <laughs> like, it's fucking weird. Like, like Leon just shot a dude. I mean, like he had to shoot the dude because they were shooting at him last mm. episode. You know, right? right. But like. Jerome's thinking peace, and so is Leon, and it's like, and like they're just siding with, like they're just gonna go to work with Kane after he just tried to fucking kill all of them. So there's a lot of pieces here we just brought up. Let's 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 break these down. Let's start with Jerome. I mean, he beat a dude half to death a couple episodes ago, and then yeah. told his homie like, "Yo, teach a man to squabble. Teach a man to squabble." <laughs> um. And if you, I mean, you can see it coming. Jerome, when he got into the shootout against Scully, now, like he was different. Yeah, he was. That was the beginning. Like he was different. Um, found out Peaches is a junkie. Fuck. The season's kind of weird. I mean, like Peaches got to come back, right? Yeah, like, like I, I'm. I don't know. Like I haven't looked into. The guy that's playing Peach is like D-Ray. something happened with the dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, did they just write him off? Like, there's no way they can just write him off like that because they're like, oh yeah, he went to Burma. Like, what the fuck? No, he got to come back. Peach has had Peach has got AIDS. We got to see that through. Yeah, sure. Like, that's what I thought they were gonna say. We got to see that through. Clinic, right? Like, whenever he went to the clinic, and it makes sense because if he's a junkie, I'm sure he's out here sharing needles. Yeah. So I mean that's 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 how he got it, but I think the dude's gonna try to set him up, Jerome. Bro, I was thinking there's no way he's that dumb. Right, and Jerome's seen the jig. Yeah. <laughs> well, he 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 created the jig. <laughs> like yeah. he just yeah, I mean he's in the junkie house. Um, but I guess he did kind of set him up in the sense that he knew Peaches wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's sad, man. I hope Peaches. Uh, nah, I don't. That, we need more closure with that story. He's got. He's got to show up and apologize or something. Let him know. Listen, dog. I got the bug. I know oh, this is. Sure. The, I know this is the West Coast, and we don't really say that out here. But uh, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think like how this because there's only two episodes left. That was eight. That was seven. Okay, so they, they do full ten, right? They do, they do ten, right? Okay, so three. Three. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of wrapping up to do. A lot of wrapping up to do. You know, like it's these FX shows, man. Like, like we were saying at the last episode. Yeah. The further and further these fucking shows get on 
go long on FX, the worse they fucking get. Because like yeah. everyone's talking about like, oh, Sons of Anarchy is so good, and like I wa- I liked it the first time watching it. Mm-hmm. I went back and watch that shit again, bro. I was like, this is like the was last. Sure. Yeah, bro. The last three seasons were terrible, bro. <laughs> how many did they have? Because I did finish it, but I forgot how many seasons they had. Six, seven. Six or seven. I do remember, like after a while, it's like, yo, how do they keep like, like the instant they get out of a shenanigan, yeah. they've somehow found themselves in another shenanigan so quickly. Like, it was really like the Lost and the Damned. Yeah. Like it was just mission after mission. <laughs> like, yeah. oh. how are you still getting into shit? Um, yeah, man. And then Lee going to broker that trade, not the trade, but broker the deal with Kane. How do you think that's going to work out, man? You think Kane's sticking around for that shit? Say again. I think Kane's going to fuck it. I thought Kane was going to kill him there. Right at the, <laughs> right at the middle like, of the hot dog stand? Yeah. Mm. Like, I, I don't know. It's just, like I said, like I said earlier on in this season, it just feels like they're going really fast. Yeah. It does. Like they're trying to wrap up this season faster than the last, the previous seasons. And it all makes sense because there's two, there's just too many loose ends, right? Um, Louis got the cop to put the hit out. She yeah. put the hit what out on Kane. Just that, like, man, that's. Because she's know, going on her own. On her own on that. Yup. Yup. So she has to, she better hope this shit don't come back to her. But here's the thing. Because it's a TV show. That cop's going to get killed. You think the cop's going to get killed? Yeah. I don't, I'm, well, by who? By Kane or one of his dudes. You think they're going to get to drop on like that? On a cop? Then they're going to get to drop on Kane? I mean, like, we don't know, we don't know either of these characters enough. I think the cops, cops versus gangsters, I think the cops have an easier time getting to drop on Kane than vice versa. I mean, Franklin only got the cop on, on the neighbor because that was his neighbor. Or maybe now that the cops seen that engagement ring, he's pissed at Louie, and he's going to fucking, I don't know. He tried to ask her on a date anyway, so I don't think he. Yeah, but that was know. before the ring. That was before Jerome proposed to her. I thought he saw it afterward, though. Yeah, he's seen it after, but he asked her on a date before that, I thought. Yeah. Either way, I don't think he cares. I think he's still going to try to fuck, but. I think I, I mean, he, yeah, I, I don't know if the cop gets killed. I think that the cane hit is successful, and that it's gonna come back on Louis somehow, and it's gonna cause more tension in the family. Well, they gonna be on Franklin. It won't be on Frank. It'll be on Louis, but Franklin's gonna be mad. Yeah, and Leon's gonna be mad. And Louis gonna be like, "Motherfucker, fuck all that peace talk. I did it for the squad." Because even at the even even at the beginning of the season, I mean, the season was initially going to be about how things were going to go separate, how it was going to be seem, seemingly a little bit of just tension and beef, and they've touched on it. I mean, yeah, you don't you don't just break up family, you know what I'm saying? But this is tough. This will be Do we have Scully since they since that peace offering, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Where the fuck's he been? Do we and need that him? Like be a pro- yeah, but that just felt like he was going to be a pretty big part of the season. Them working with Scully. Yeah. Preserving what they had with Scully, yeah. Preserving the deal they had with Scully, right. Right. Um, I don't know, man. They are moving kind of fast, kind of aimlessly, it feels like. Like, I know, yeah, yeah Franklin and the baby and Veronique. Um, we didn't get an update with whoever um, 
Sissy was working with to get oh to get homie out of here. I'm wondering if that's like I don't know. I wonder if that's like a cartel. I wonder Columbia. if Alton is still alive. Because and and two, I was talking to Brandon about this one. What's up with? I mean, so what? They're just gonna let the other CIA dude die in the beginning. That Teddy with killed? no follow up. Yeah. Huh. Did they that, did they disappear him? That's what was making me think that there was a CIA that was after him. Yeah. Did they disappear him? Well, yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I think they just left him there on the floor. Holy shit. He poisoned him, and he had a girlfriend, too, and that story just went, whoop, see ya. So, okay, I'm glad you mentioned that because, shout out to homie Brandon, he was saying that the girlfriend was one of the two gangster girls. See, I don't remember that. I don't either, so I got to go back and watch. But apparently, they were with Franklin. Right. So apparently the girl like kind of stared Teddy down, kind of gave him like an extra look. And, you know, not maybe as if she recognized him, but just, you know, just something for, you know, one of them TV shots that lets us know, hey, pay attention to this. Yeah. But I'm going to have to go back and look at that because I didn't catch that. Um, I'm I didn't, definitely going to watch the season so, after it finishes. Yeah, it seemed a little... A little aimless, but, you know, we're figuring it out. Um, they're either going to have to have more episodes, or maybe this shit is not over. Maybe oh, it's not yeah. over. Because, yeah, I mean, three episodes to tie that up. Um, the season feels like it went by quick, too. I don't know. So, we'll see, man. Snowfall, uh, I don't want to say it's falling off, but it's a, it's a, it's a tough one. This is definitely... The worst season so it's far. It's definitely season five. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's for show season five. Um, I think we've touched on everything, man. If you want to get started, we got a lot to talk about. It's uh, the new season, the end of the season. Uh, so I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 150 of the Hard Camera THCCL. And I... And you got Juve, J-U-V, just under your vision. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary. And together we are the ultimate maniacs. Big Ren, let them know they can reach on the social medias, dog. You got it, amigo. <clears throat> Y'all motherfuckers can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at A motherfucker, A underscore M, A-A-F-H-U-C-K-A. Check it the fuck out. Does it feel weird not talking about Snapchat anymore? It does. Yeah. It's all right. So it's past. I, I heard, actually have to do every Sunday because I can't record videos with music playing. I don't want to speak. With your camera. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Damn. So you have to use it and then save it and then get out I of don't there. Shit as soon as I get done recording <laughs> that fucking video. <laughs> <laughs> so you just download it every Sunday. Mm, waking up yeah. Sunday morning. <laughs> download the Snapchats. That's funny, man. Find me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Desai. You know, that's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page on Twitter on the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. Live coverage, witticism, predictions, whatnot, here to forth, etc. Things that add nature. But above all else, you listen on a variety of different platforms. Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public. Dope content, heartwarming content, content, content. It's, it's, it's not falling off. Uh, no season five shit over here. Content, I hope you help us pay our bills. 
Big Ren, we had NXT stand to deliver. We had two nights of WrestleMania. We had 21 matches predicted and like two or three more that we didn't know we were going to get. First, these are the last uh, the last number recap of the year, dog. The final <laughs> recap. <laughs> it's all right, dog. Of the 21 matches, Big Ren went... 12 of 21 taking his full and final total to 107 of 154 matches 69.48 percent nice nice i wanted to be a 69 nice you got juve went 13 of 21 taking my full and final total to 116 out of 154 matches 75.32%. Here's to you. Thank you, dog. Clink, it's been a hell of a year. Hell of a year. You get the 80%? Nope, didn't make it, man. 75.32%. This, uh, these 21 matches kind of, like, got in our ass a little bit. Yeah, I think we both had a couple that, I had a couple that I picked, that you picked differently, Mm -hmm. and you picked differently. Yeah. 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 And a couple matches that, like, they did the. Well, we'll start with NXT. Like, they did the right thing after the big yeah. show, which NXT has done a few times. Um, now, I'll be honest, man. Um, I didn't. I haven't watched this yet. <laughs> oh, no shit. I. Saturday was way too busy for me. And then night one of WrestleMania, and then night two of WrestleMania, and then I got shit to do. So I caught. Uh, well, you're gonna have to guide me through some of this because there was a lot of wrestling on this weekend. There was a lot of wrestling going, um, and and to be honest too, like there was some valuable stuff happening here. But we all know what we're here for. Yep. But I want to definitely give give our respect here. I caught. Um, I caught the second half of the women's title match. And I caught the second half of Ziggler and breaker. Um, cause I went to the shower after the women's match. Um, you saw the whole thing, right? Yeah. How'd you like the whole show? It was pretty good. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was, it was kind of clunky, but it was, it was good. Yeah. The crowd seemed seven, seven, Crowd seemed into it, and what I saw was, you know, was inoffensive. Um, and that that crowd on Tuesday night, I read about that. Like, they're bad. It was like a Raw after Mania crowd, but like not a smart crowd, just a dickhole crowd. It's a big dickhole. Yeah, I don't like the CWC. I've never liked the CWC, even it's before too- NXT 2.0 when when in the, like- the, in the Adam Cole era. I was never a fan. It might not be too small, but they have too many fucking seats in there. Mm. Get rid of some of those fucking seats. Open it up. Get rid of some of those asshole fans. Yeah. I don't know, man. Find find another full sale or something. Uh, I'm glad that Stand and Deliver got to be in like an arena. Yeah. And not in the CWC, but sometimes too much of a good thing is is not so much of a good thing. Yeah, so. for sure. Um. The two things I'm coming away with, though, from the show, um, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai yep. won the tag titles in the pre-show. I might lump this in with the, the, this match and the Dolph Ziggler-Braun Breaker match. 
they did a great job of making us think Braun Breaker was going to win it. And a, I don't want to say a swerve, but like a competent veteran heel victory by Dolph Ziggler. Oh, yeah. NXT has that tendency of of doing – well, I don't want to say a tendency because there's really only one time I can really remember. It's when the Street Profits defeated Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish at TakeOver when we all thought and knew that they were going to be called up to the Raw roster. And then, ooh, Street Profits retained. And then, like, two weeks later on NXT, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish beat the Street Profits for the tag titles. This was one of those moments. Now, one of these is one of those moments, and the other one I can I can justify via storytelling. Um, what do you think of the matches first before we even kind of dig into it? And oh, the, the matches and the decisions. Um, I think every decision was a good decision except mm-hmm. for the main event. You think uh, they should have just gave it to Brian there? Yeah, I thought it was stupid for them to have him fucking come over to Raw the next night or on two <laughs> or Monday and beat him there because like like the ratings have been pretty bad for NXT. So what the fuck thinks makes you think motherfuckers that watch Raw are going to watch NXT? Like you are forcing us to do this right now. That's why they did it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, not not necessarily because of ratings for NXT, but using the raw audience where everybody's watching not everybody but like well, more then, more people watch raw and more people are going to be watching listen i watched raw because I, it was the raw after mania and i never yeah. watched raw right yeah. so all those eyes got to see the crowning of a new champion over a rather recognizable face in wwe lore what do you think about his chainsaw I didn't see the entrance. I didn't uh, see the so entrance. I, I didn't understand it. Like he cut he cut the X in half. Yeah. With a chainsaw. Thing. I'm thinking, oh, okay, yeah, he's definitely getting the call up. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. That is. But funny. then on Tuesday night, he fucking beat Walter. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? That, that makes me think Walter is not long for NXT. I mean, so what, they're going to keep Breaker? Because it always talks that he was going up. Yeah, I think they'll keep Breaker for a while. But Walter, I feel like... I feel like Walter was... I feel like Walter should have never been in NXT. Oh. He was the longest reigning NXT UK champion. I guess this NXT run was just to accommodate him. Not accommodate, but like get him ready for the main roster, quote-unquote. They changed his name. They got him slimmed up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um... On, on in, in an effort to send them off, I thought this was a money feud. I thought it was a feud they could build to. Um, them doing it so quickly, a one off on 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 the show, uh, makes me think Walter's not long for for NXT, which I didn't think That's, he was anyway. But like, it, I mean, fuck, I figured the person to take the title from Breaker would be Walter in NXT. Right, right. I don't know. That's whatever. I don't know. I guess you know when you hold a championship as long as he did. And as high profile as he did, maybe you just need that little bit of seasoning before you go to Raw and or SmackDown. If they think, I mean, I'm not trying to take away anything from the UK NXT mm-hmm. title, but I, I never watched that shit over here. Oh, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> what I'm saying. Me neither. Uh, but he was on. He was at Survivor Series that year. He was on some NXT takeovers. Excuse me. Um. 
So I mean, he 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 did it a little justice more yeah, than sure. Dragunov. Um, I'll be honest, I don't even know if Ilya Dragunov is still the NXT UK champion. Yeah, I forgot so, about that. I mean, and that speaks to that product. It speaks to me more so than the product. But NXT UK. Say again. I don't even talk about NXT UK. It's its own thing. It sits by itself. It sits by itself. Um, self. Say it again. <laughs> go play with yourself. Yo. NXT. Go hey. sit in the go sit in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the other championship de- decision, man, the one I want to talk about at least toxic toxic attraction uh, lose the titles to Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai, and then get them back on Tuesday. Um, how was that match? And then what do you think about the decision? I honestly don't remember it. Okay, kickoff yeah. kickoff show. Yeah. Well. Here's my justification justification for that. Easy for me to say. Um, remember last week I talked about the Sean and Diesel story, and then winning the tag championships for one night. That was I, it. Th- so Sean and Diesel. <laughs> so Sean and Diesel, and I believe Raquel Gonzalez gave up the pin on NXT TV. Yeah, I do remember <laughs> that. Uh, Dakota Kai was distracted. We're gonna get that turn here soon. They're rushed. This they shit. might. They. It's gonna but. be rushed. It's gonna be rushed. But we're gonna get it. They I reunited. Mean, got the belts. And they don't even have like I don't know. And the stories they have for after this shit just suck. <laughs> <laughs> like which ones? Which ones suck? I feel like it just doesn't. It's just not entertaining. Yeah. I don't know. Not to me at least. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But I think I that's where it. we're going. I think that's where we're going. And I think this uh, this quick turnover was just NXT's continuation of the Sean and Diesel story. But I'll go watch Stand and Deliver. But, um, dog, we had two nights of WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, before we get into the main the main nugget, um, how was WrestleMania? Night one and night two. I enjoyed it, man. I really did. It was big, decent, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was big, like, decent. It was really good. <laughs> like, it, yeah, man. Night one, they got through, they got through all the matches that, like, nobody, I don't want to say nobody wanted to see, but they paced it out well. Like, they know what we wanted to see, yeah. and they made us wait for it, and it paid off. There's no way that main event could have happened mid-card. Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance. Kevin Owens main evented WrestleMania. Came was ne- it you that posted that he only ever fights legends on the on the, the hard camera page? <laughs> yeah, uh, his whole run has been Kevin Owens versus the Attitude Era. Yeah, bro. With the, the Goldberg match, the Chris Jericho match. Uh, there was one more, but yeah, along with Steve Austin. Um, yeah, man, Kevin Owens main evented WrestleMania, and I'm sure he had the time of his life. Yeah, he did. Time is life. Getting yeah. his ass whooped. Um, which night was better? Fuck, dude. That's what we got. That's what we have to do. We, <laughs> we have to pit them against each other. Night two. Say again. There's more surprises on night two. Night one was better wrestling wise. Like I feel like night one was like the meat and potatoes. Yeah, night one was better for wrestling. Night two was better for like spectacle and yeah. surprises and hullabaloo this is one thing i really like and i you know should have known but like i watched it with 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 a person who's not like up 
And so with all the holographs and all the, the presentation, the special effects, they were asking questions like, yo, how do they do it? Basically, it helped me to realize that like WWE has always been a cut above any other media as far as presentation goes. Any other form of entertainment, WWE is shitting on them. Because even back in 1990, they would get Ultimate Warrior versus Mr. Perfect. Like in the bottom, the top left, bottom right screen as you get a shot at the crowd. Like it wasn't like holograms. It wasn't Roman Reigns screaming with beams coming out of them. But they had the 1990 version of it. You know what I'm saying? So um, this was just another. This was this was that reminder. This was a reminder. Yeah, go go ahead, go yeah. AW, they whatever. ROH, cool. But we're WWE, and and we got this thing locked down. We for wrestling entertainment. We are the Kleenex, the Vaseline, the Cottonelle. We yes, (laughs) for sure. We got this shit locked, and y'all got a long way to go. Y'all got a long way to go. Um, and I think that's a perfect segue into, listen, man, the talk of the town. And I want to be real loud. Real loud when I say this. Listener, you and you and you and all your favorite pods and y'all your favorite podcasts, all your little friends, y'all all turned your back on Cody Rhodes. You ugly motherfuckers. You ugly as hell. Ugh. Ugly. You all turned your back on Cody Rhodes. But you know who didn't turn their backs on Cody Rhodes? THC. The hard camera. With the day one-ish. And now look at you. Look at you. On the dick. What'd you say? A bunch of marks. Bunch of marks. (laughs) All on the dick. We've been on the dick. Damn it. (laughs) We never turned our backs. When y'all was over there booing him for every program he was in. telling Telling the world he didn't put anybody over. We were there explaining why that was short-sighted thinking, while it was illogical thinking, emotional thinking. Cody Rhodes is back in WWE. It was pretty wild. I'm watching this, and they did so well with, like, Fuck, come on, who is it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like 30 seconds of nothing. I think it was like a minute. And a, dude, it felt like way longer than 30 seconds. Well, but it, it, was, might, it was 30 they, seconds, and then the lights went off. Mm. And then they waited another 15, like 20. I'm like, the build and the anticipation was crazy. And then you hear, it was so surreal. The first thing I said was, Holy shit, he got to keep his music. Yeah. Epic. And he got to keep his ring gear. Epic entrance, dude. That band. Go ahead. The only thing he didn't have was the belt. Well, he gave it to somebody. 
Oh shit! Okay. He gave it to a kid right before he went up the stairs. Okay. He taken off and gave it to a kid. That band, I didn't realize that band has does a lot of WWE theme music. Really? They they've done both of Dolph Ziggler's themes, both of Zack Ryder's themes. Uh, they did Alex Riley. Uh, looks like one or two more. Yeah. Shit. So it's the house band. Yeah, right, right. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Um, wow. That the entrance itself, the oh yeah, the pop dude, and then the fucking match was good. <laughs> that was real fucking good. It was real good. Better because of the crowd, because of the anticipation. But it was real, real good. And I want to take this moment to salute Seth Rollins. Yeah, because he carried the whole thing. It was about. It was this story was about Seth Rollins getting his moment. Yeah. And oh, it was yeah. completely taken from him. <laughs> right? But you have to be a really competent performer to carry the few like Kevin Owens. And it, he at least benefited from one, everyone knew Stone Cold was coming because it was advertised. Yeah. So you get Stone Cold, you get Stone Cold's legacy. But Stone Cold did a fucking video talking about mm-hmm. it. With Seth Rollins, it was literally just Seth Rollins. Night of. Night of, you know what I'm saying? Until the night of. So, salute to Seth Rollins. Um, it's rant time, though. I'm about to get these bars off. You got anything you want to say about Cody before I dig in? Oh, go for it. So, Cody Rhodes, did you watch Did you watch his, his media scrum Sunday morning? No. I watched that media scrum, um, and here's what I realized they got with Cody Rhodes. Here's what WWE got with Cody Rhodes. They now truly have two guys that they can build the entire company around. They truly have that now. Because, now listen... You know, and let's let's rewind it. Like, listeners, y'all know if you listen to me and Ren, clearly, yes, we enjoy the AEW product more. However, when it's it's surface enough for us to say, well, we give them their criticism, right? And we do for both sides. But if ever we diss a WWE, it's never too big up AEW. No. no. It is always on the merit of WWE. And the same with AEW. If we if we give a critique of AEW, it's always on the merit of AEW. So it ain't like it ain't no hate. <laughs> and I'll get into here to a second what it means for people jumping shit, but WWE again is WWE. Mm-hmm. And if we forgot, they put their dick on the table and reminded us. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They now truly have two guys that can build a company around in Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. More than Drew McIntyre, more than Seth Rollins, more than Becky Lynch, mm-hmm. more than Bianca Belair. They truly have two guys now. And it really hit me watching Cody Rhodes do media. Cody Rhodes, I mean, we know the promo skills. Oh, yeah. But 
the media skills, the ability to carry the story, to, 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 to comfortably carry a company on your back and represent them in media. Because for one, yes, he's Cody Rhodes, but he's the son of Dusty Rhodes, a legendary figure. And I imagine, I don't know if it's an irony, I can't just say it's coincidence, the other guy, Roman Reigns, I could build a company around, is also part of a bigger family, a wrestling family. So the stories are there for their inevitable clash, but also their ability to separate and carry the company on the back and handle the media aspect. Um, Corey's, Corey, Cody's, <laughs> Cody's story is so beautiful. He's Dusty's son, yeah. But when he left WWE, he wasn't fired. No. He left. Mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre was fired. <laughs> and then rehired. And then rehired. Cody Rhodes left. And then, quite literally, literally, Changed wrestling. 100%. Cody Rhodes changed the entire industry. First, well, I mean, but surfacely, he created AEW, or was one of the forefathers of creating AEW, right? But the his ability to literally be the forbidden door, the promo he gave in AEW, one of his last promos, he was the forbidden door. He didn't open it. He built it. He was the forbidden door. He had the key the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Right. And the <laughs> blueprint to it. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know where to start because there's so much in, there's so much meat on this bone. When Cody Rhodes said, he said something in the media, in the media scrum. He said, I locked myself out of the main title picture and they still got pissed at me. True. They still got pissed. Now, it makes me nervous to see what could happen with the WWE crowd once and or if the novelty wears off. But that was really telling there. I mean, he also went on to say that, like, he has no problem with being cheered and booed. But the fact that he went in and tried to be noble and said, I didn't want to be a gatekeeper wrestler. He tried to be noble and they turned on him. Just like y'all turned on me. This ain't about me, though. Juvie Rhodes, he wanted to be noble and do it just for the wrestling, and they turned on him anyway. And then they got to the point to where he didn't want to be the guy who just, okay, and he, these are his words, new guy debuts, Cody feud. New guy debuts, Cody feud. He didn't want to be that guy. No. You know what I'm saying? And then the promo on Monday. That was Fire. Fire. Holy shit. Unscripted. Off the top. And here was the kicker there. Here was a kicker. That put it all in perspective. He told the story about Dusty and the championship in the photo. And he said, damn, daddy. Damn, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I know you was world champion like Florida, man. He said, fuck Florida, man, son. Here's the thing. <laughs> He said, I won the match by count out. But he said, I won the match. 
But because it was by countout, I didn't become the champion. Cody Rhodes left for six years. And by all accounts, won. He won the match. Mm-hmm. But because it was by countout, because it wasn't under the umbrella of the number one company, Cody Rhodes changed wrestling. And it's entirely successful on his own. But because it was by countout, because it was not under the umbrella of the number one wrestling company, he's not quite champion yet. And that was just a whole bar and a half for me. Yeah. Hearing that. So let's dig in some more. A few weeks ago, we had Matt on uh, on the show. Shout out to Matt. And uh, this was the week, the week that Tony Khan announced purchasing ROH. And we were very careful to not say that ROH was going to be developmental for AEW. Here's the thing, though. Save for a couple names, Jay Lethal and the Briscoes, ROH, even though it's the longest standing independent, has unofficially been a developmental. Yeah. For everybody, right? And now that they're under the AEW umbrella, it appears to be that they're going to be a developmental for AEW. Here's my question to you, though. ROH being a developmental at AEW, is AEW developmental to WWE no why do you say no I don't, I'm only saying no because of all the people that they've signed from WWE we're gonna hit that too go ahead I mean how is that developmental maybe I mean maybe I mean I guess you could call it a little bit of a little bit of de- uh, developmental mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because they're getting new shit. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're developing more in a different company. But I don't think I don't think AEW is developmental for WWE. Here's why I can kind of. Here's why I kind of say yes. Because on one hand, AEW is only three years old. Yeah. I don't I don't like the rhetoric behind a lot of people in the Christmas AEW when they talk about growth, right? I've been running my city for two years. It's just been incremental growth over two years because you don't just your three year old company go up against a sixty five year old company. Yeah. Like Yeah, they did numbers over NXT, but like in the grand scheme of things, they're not competition. In the grand scheme. So three year old company you don't you don't just expect them to take over the world. But here's the thing. You mentioned the guys that they're signing, right? Look at the guys they're signing. They're either signing legends who are teaching the young, teaching the new guys, right? Daniel uh, Brian Danielson, CM Punk, William Regal, right? Chris Jericho. They're either legends or they're either hot young guys on the way up. Adam Cole, Keith Lee. Miro isn't a big enough name 
to yeah. make waves. And Mox was shocking, but too soon. And there was a name change. Whereas, so all the people who left WWE, again, either have seen their peak or are on the way to their peak. But the one guy who left AEW was Cody fucking Rhodes. In these next few years, man, I, I, the people who leave WWE, I don't think it's going to be like your, your name guys. I mean, Roman Reigns will never leave. That's Roman Reigns, right? But like, I don't see a Montez Ford leaving WWE. I don't see like your name, name guys. I think it's going to be an influx of highly, highly respected professional wrestlers. But not guys worthy of being marquee names in WWE. No. You know what I mean? I don't think so either. Whereas, I think the cats who leave AEW and go to WWE are or potentially marketable guys. You see them talking about a guy like... Well, I was going to say Ethan Page. I'm... I Cool. Cool. But you also see them talking about cats like MJF and Wardlow. Which we think about it. Go ahead. I couldn't see MJF going to WWE. I couldn't until Cody Rhodes did. I know, but I just feel like MJF is just too fucking mean. He's mean as shit. (laughs) He's mean as shit. But Cody Rhodes did that without a script. Yeah. And showed and said in the media scrum too, he said, I just want to be my fearless self. Right? Because writers will come up to you and they may give you some stuff, and it's up to you to go do it. So if the scene goes poorly, the talk isn't about the bad creative they gave you, it's about how you blew it. Yeah. Whereas on the other hand, if you go out there and just do some shit, what's the worst that can happen? True. They yell at you. You'd be like, oh, my bad. It'll never happen again. <laughs> Give MJF a, a WWE microphone. He'll tone it down because USA and or Fox. But. And they letting cats keep their music. Them inviting Cody Rhodes, we've said this before, how WWE is like the only company that acts like nothing else exists. Them letting Cody Rhodes keep his music and his nickname and his entrance is like the first admission. Corey fucking Graves. When Cody Rhodes went to the ring, did you hear what Corey Graves said? What did he say? From undesirable to undeniable. (laughs) <laughs> and we all remember that Cody promo. Yeah. From undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. I said, oh, shit. This what we doing? Be on the lookout, man. Oh, yeah. Be on the lookout. Um, I want to thank you, Ren, for being a stand-up guy with me uh, as we took on the world in defending Cody Rhodes and his merit. Because uh, look at y'all. Look at you. Ugly. Ugly. On the dick. 
Trying to find space on the dick. We've been on the dick. <laughs> <laughs> what uh what else, man? What was the what was the match of the the match of both nights for you? What was what was the match of WrestleMania? I mean you already know night one for me. Which one? Oh, okay. Let's talk about it. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Man. That was that was something else. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun as hell. Real fun, man. I can't believe that he was giving them suplexes on the stage and took that suplex on the he concrete. Did. He did. This is true. This is how, true. How many beers? Did we get a beer count? Oh, bruh. I I should have. I should have been counting it. Pack. Oh, oh, bruh. He easily had the 30. <laughs> he easily had the 30 pack. Because there was because he was drinking beers while he was whooping Kevin's ass, and then just more beers and more beers and more beers. Oh, he easily had the thirty rack on him. Byron sold the fuck out of that that stunner. He for that sure did. Good. He for sure did. Because Vince did not. Vince, yeah, Vince <laughs> never did. <done. laughs> and that's why it's okay. That's why it was okay. Because Vince never really from the first stunner to the last stunner. That's why the last stunner he'll ever take. One thing. One thing he could have did better. Is if he would have flopped around like a fish, like, like, <laughs> like the first one. <laughs> oh man, no, that was dope. I liked it, man. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I'll be honest, man, because you we were on the phone afterward, and you yeah. was like, "Yeah, man, he looked like 1998," and I didn't want to say nothing. Because, <laughs> because two things, two things. For one, he he didn't, he didn't. <laughs> You, he's he's fifty some years old and he looked it, but for two, it don't fucking matter. No, it don't matter, cause he stomped a mud hole, walked it dry. The what chant? He was throwing them right hands, a clothesline. They had a fucking attitude era brawl. That was the attitude era. Kevin Owens had the time of his life. Yes, having an attitude era nineteen ninety eight brawl with Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Nothing else mattered. It didn't ma- the, the technical. It didn't fucking matter. He even got a ride on the fucking four wheeler from Stone Cold. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that said the same shit. He got a Please. ride on the four wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> he had a ball. Main event at WrestleMania with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Nothing else matters. No, no, no stars or work rate. None of that shit. It was fucking nostalgia. It was and it was awesome. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. That crowd was great. Um, you chose Stone Cold and Kevin Owens, man. I gotta go with Bianca and Becky. Yeah, golly, really good. from the jump, Becky came out in the white on white. Yeah, I dig. I said, "Ooh, Becky, killing this, killing this." She looked like a star, like a star, star. From the moment the door opened, the shades, the way she held the belt. Becky was a star. She killed it. And then Texas Southern University came out. The marching band. Oh, I said, what is this? I didn't say it the way Corey Graves did. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is this? And then nobody said nothing. I'm like, Corey, Corey, Corey. Um, Yeah, man, that band came out and just... Killed it. Killed it. Bianca Belair came out with her uh, conductor jacket on with the Beyonce flow. 
swinging the hair, looking like a star. Killed it. And that was just the entrances. Yeah. That was just the entrances. And then the match itself, of course, the uh, the playoff of SummerSlam, the uh, the manhandle slam, that tease. That was a great tease. Great tease. A lot of teases in a that one. A lot of teases, bro. Yeah. That was, a, that was a hell of a showcase. Yeah. Hell of a showcase. Took, I mean, it took from last SummerSlam. Yep. You know. Yep. This was good storytelling, too, like, for this one. This Ooh, because we shit on them after SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> hell, hell yeah, we did. We that shit on crazy. them. Yeah. The reminder that then when they want to do this shit, they'll, they will do this shit. When they want to. When they want to. Right, right. Hell of a match. Um, I saw. Uh, I saw. I think it was like a Twitter post where you know where she won last year against Sasha, holding the belt up versus this year where she beat Becky. Like you could see the difference in her face, and that's what the post was saying. Like last year, she couldn't believe she won. This year, she knows she's where she's supposed to be. Yeah, that was great. That was great. Um, so we'll see the where, where the rain goes. Becky, I imagine Becky's gonna come back uh, with a new persona. Crazy, yeah, sure. crazy Bex. We've seen the man. We've seen big time Bex, and now we're about to see something else. Um, that's a salute to Becky Lynch. Did you see? Because you saw her interview beforehand, right? Where she was comparing her match to Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. I don't know if I did because on night one, <clears throat> I, I caught it. Mm-hmm. Right in the middle of that match, so I went back and watched it before night two. Mm-hmm. I was kind of fast forwarding just a little bit because yeah. I was getting a little on time. Yeah, it um it was a few days beforehand, but she was she was she was listen. Becky and Charlotte don't fuck with each other. No, they don't. But Becky also had bars though about how like the people care about my story. And I don't care where we go on. I don't care who's first. I don't care who's last. My match is a main event. And the people care. And god damn it, she was right. <laughs> she was right. Charlotte and Becky are this are this generation, Sean and Brett. I imagine with no screw jobs, it's a lot of animosity. But that's a kudos to Becky's character that whoever she comes back as next. She can keep evolving. Whereas Charlotte Flair, through whoever's fault or no fault or whatever, doesn't have that same luxury. No. It's almost like she's hampered by her last name. Oh, 100%. It's, I mean, if she's not doing well, then the fuck are you doing here? Right. You know? Like it's almost like we have to see Charlotte lose to get a new depth of Charlotte. But even then, it's not a new persona, right? We went from Roman Reigns in the Shield to Roman Reigns the Big Dog to the Tribal Chief. Went from Seth Rollins in the Shield to um, Seth Rollins the 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 face of the Authority to redesign, reclaim, rebuild to <laughs> the Kingslayer to the sure. Joker. Yeah, you know, to to the to whatever this is, still the Joker, but Charlotte, just been Charlotte. That's kind of just been Charlotte. Yeah, to an extent, Sasha Banks has kind of just been Sasha Banks, but 
We'll tell that story yeah, later. She hasn't, I mean, she's been hurt more than anything. To where it's still fresh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even Bailey. Bailey went from the hugger to ding dong hello. So I think that's, that's kind of something hampering there. What do you think of the Charlotte Flair Ronda Rousey match? Didn't like that one. No? Uh-oh. What was wrong with it? It's... Uh, I, I just don't like Ronda Rousey. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, no, I, I, I fucking a kick to the head. That's all. Yeah, like you that. Know? No, I thought it was weak. Well, it was supposed to be tough, Ronda. Big seen, bad Ronda. We've seen Ronda get knocked out by a fist. She could take that boot, and you know what I'm saying. I, I didn't. I didn't hate the finish like others did. I just. I wasn't a fan of it. Yeah. Were you surprised by Charlotte retaining? I know we both picked Ronda Rousey. Yeah. 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 It felt, I don't know, I hate to be that guy in hindsight because no one could see me saying this, but I could feel the Charlotte victory coming in the entrances. Yeah. The placement of the show and the entrances, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but you know there's there's an ebb and flow. Like, where they placed that match, they kind of got fucked. You think so? Yeah, it was Cody and Seth before that, wasn't it? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. And then uh, in between... Steve Austin and Kevin Owens, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's almost like, yeah, that moment would have been, had Ronda won, the moment would have been too heavy and still overshadowed anyway. Yeah, for sure. So maybe we get that at SummerSlam. Break that arm then. She's she's going to get a title victory. She ain't coming around just to be on SmackDown. Oh, for sure. So we're going to get that title victory. Uh, the match was cool. match was what it was. Charlotte, kudos to Charlotte. I mean, she's held this up. On the on the wrestling end and the microphone end, but you know Ronda Ronda held her own in the ring just enough to give him some passable. So, um, what else happened night one? Logan Paul did his thing, man. I'm not mad. <laughs> you really did. I'm not mad. I'm surprised. I'm we, surprised. We, he did well. We both picked wrong. Uh, went with the Mysterios, but uh. Never. Never again. Never picking the Mysterios? Ever again. <laughs> I got to not pick against celebrities at uh, WrestleMania. I think that's what it was. The, the celebrities went 3-0. and Yeah, no. Tuh. Blah! <laughs> <laughs> Solid enough match, man. Um, Logan Paul, I can tell, you know, he's one of those celebrities, too, that, like, tried. Yeah, he definitely he did. He tried. Like, he had fun. They're not going with celebrities who aren't trying. No. Like, Ronda will try in the ring, but she's just awkward on the mic. Am I not counting Ronda Rousey as a celebrity? Because I said 3-0, and but are, am I count, is she a member of the roster? I guess she's a member of the roster. I'm not counting her as a celebrity. That's true. Yeah, I guess that, yeah, I guess that counts. Um, and then Miz with the skull-crushing finale uh, at the end of that, turning on Logan Paul. Um okay. I picked that, but not that one. <laughs> Going the other way. Yeah. 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 Um, Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin had an okay match. Not bad at all. Um, do you think Boogs hurt himself? Like hurt, hurt. Did. I think yeah. they cut that match short. Yeah, me too. I think they cut it short. I don't. Um, think, I don't think they had different winners, but I think he right. definitely uh, fucked his shit up. Yeah. 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 So. A little changing, changing plans there as far as whatever happens next with Shinsuke. Hope Boogs 
recovers quickly, recovers smoothly. Um, let's see. Let's go to night two. Night two. Let's start at the top, man. The top, top. We have an undisputed WWE Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. Uh, what you think of that match? I called that shit. Which part? The the fucking the shenanigans. Which shenanigans? The oh the belt the shot. Ref getting yeah. fucking knocked down. The yeah. low blow. The ref. I mean the fucking the the belt. Yeah. Had to have a little shenanigans with it. Yeah. Yeah. Wish they didn't, man. I know. I know. What'd you think of the ending? It was good. I mean, it was quick. It was bong, bong, bong. It's kind of abrupt. Yeah. I thought I would see some more epic kickouts. Uh, I know the speculation is that Roman's shoulder was hurt. I saw the swollen shoulder pictures. Um, the way he sold it on Monday let me know his shoulder is just fine. He sold it too much on Monday. So yeah. He's just fine. So, kind of ended abruptly. I'll be honest, man. A little underwhelming. It was. A little underwhelming. They've had, they've had three WrestleMania matches now. And I don't need to see any more. No, I don't either. Um, no. The point has been proven. I mean, they've been putting this in motion since 31, right? Since 31. Um, so the story itself was fine. I thought the match was just a little underwhelming. I, I was expecting a little bit more of an epic. Uh, but the point got across, man. Roman Reigns is the guy. Oh, and Dallas loved him on Monday. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Acknowledge me. It was just a little victory lap. Didn't need no shenanigans. Just a little victory lap. Dallas acknowledged me, and goddamn it, they for sure did. They for yeah. sure, for sure did. Um, what else happened that night two? What's up? What was your match of the night for night two? I honestly, I mean, honestly, it was probably the main event. Yeah. Even though it was a bit underwhelming. Yeah. I feel you. Um, I'll go with. Last- I mean, see, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with Edge and AJ Styles. It was good. I know, I know. Go ahead. Oh, so long, dude. All really? of his matches. Edge. 25 minutes, bro. <laughs> I, I just didn't like the ending. Refresh my memory. Damien Priest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I knew that. I'm, I'm not mad at the ending. Because I think we both knew this feud would continue. And I'm not mad at the ending because they had to establish this new stable somehow. I just, I wanted it to just, I wanted it to be some kind of clean. And I wanted it to be more than like 20 year veteran AJ Styles sees Damian Priest outside and then just stops doing things. They do that, man. Yeah. Did that with uh, with Drew McIntyre last year. Lastly, yeah, like that's happened at least once at WrestleMania, once the, a year. The way they book baby faces as fucking complete buffoon ass idiots, dude. Twenty year <laughs> veteran AJ Styles. Like, if I see Damian Priest and Damian Priest ain't even looking, he wasn't even looking at him. <laughs> like. He was just standing there. He wasn't even looking at AJ. He didn't threaten him in no 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 manner. AJ was like, the fuck? The fuck? Boop, 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 boop. Boop, boop. <laughs> but we had to get that diving spear spot somehow. Um, but, I mean, yeah, match was cool. I imagine we're going to get a couple more rematches. 
um, some without with, without interference. Um, what else happened here, man? Or oh, we could talk more about the edge stable. Um, I like the idea. Yeah, no, I'm cool with it. Yeah. What do you think of the uh, potential um, uh, Rhea Ripley, Tommaso Ciampa additions? Wouldn't be mad at it. No? I wouldn't be mad at it, no. Um, this is definitely already starting off better than uh, Buck. What was that fucking stupid fucking Retribution. stable? Yep. Mm-hmm. That Good was gone. Retribution. We'll get T-Bar. We'll get Rhea Ripley and T-Bar. No, can't wait. <laughs> T-Bar. Rhea Ripley fits. Tommaso Ciampa kind of fits, but I think they're going to tinker with him anyway. Yeah. They made some slight changes with him anyway. Um, I would say Finn Balor fits, but he's more of a leader. I think he's like a captain. Yeah, but Edge is a captain. I want to okay, see. Okay. I want to. I want to see that match. Yeah, that'd be fine. I mean, that would be perfect way to set that up, though. I want to see that match. Yeah. It's interesting how WWE is now uh, reincorporating factions. No, I like that. I like factions. Yeah. We'll see how it goes over with with the crowd, the IWC, as AEW is filled with factions and teams, and a lot of people don't seem to like it. Um, I think factions are a good idea because, for one, you got to have friends in this life. Um, for two, like it gets that many people over at once. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whoever the leader is plus whoever he's rolling with. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They don't all have to interfere. They don't all have to be in matches, but it gets that many more people over at once. So yeah. I like we'll your out. idea. We'll figure out who who's who. No doubt. No doubt. Um, RK Bro retaining the Raw Tag Team Champions. Fun little opener. That nice was. way to open. Nice way to open. Um, two spectacular RKOs. One from Riddle himself off the top rope. And then uh, Chad Gay was like, yo, just RKO me, bro. I'm jumping now. Jumped into an RKO. Nice, nice, fun finish there. They, they're they really going to give Gable Stevenson some time. They're really, he's going to be a featured product. Yeah. On he's the TV huge. screen. He got shine on both nights. Both nights. Um, You called it, man. New women's tag champions, Sasha Banks and Naomi. Hey. Um, when they mentioned that Corey and Carmella were getting married that week, I was like, fuck, <laughs> fuck. I lost this one. Um, solid match too. one of those get everybody on the card matches. Uh, dope entrance from Sasha and Naomi, uh, riding into was at the Lambo or some exotic car. Um, Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn. The body slam heard around the world from Wee Man to Sami Zayn. They had fun out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mousetrap came out, and I was like, all right, all right. It's and, pretty uh, uh, celebrity. No, Yeah, it's pretty jackasses. Mark Henry's son, Mark Henry and Mae Young's son, uh, came out and said hi. Slapped Sami Zayn across the face, across the body. He seems to be. I'm glad. I'm glad it's good to see he's doing well. Yeah, man. Str- yeah, like I'm glad there's no pol- no no politics with his daddy at the you know the competition, the the the, the other guys. Um, but he, I mean, he's been such a fixture in WWE lore. Um, Good, nice shake. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Nice strong handshake. Um, Austin Theory and Pat McAfee. 
That was kind of weird, wasn't it? The second half. Yeah, the football. Yeah, the entire match. <laughs> like, Pat, we knew this was going to be dope anyway. We knew this was going to be dope. Because Pat can go in the ring. They'll never talk about his actual first match in WWE. Um, or second match in WWE. Um, but, yeah, no, Pat did his thing, man. He's an athlete. And he, yeah. he wants to do this. He did his thing. I actually thought they would give it to the actual wrestler. But celebrities, WrestleMania. I could have done without the Vince McMahon. Say it again. I mean, he's a commentator. Yeah, but he's got some cachet between being a former kicker and punter for the Colts and also having his own podcast. True. You know, and and a rather well-known podcast. Like, there are, there are other pods I listen to that mention his name and don't mention anything to do with wrestling. Just based on his, his pod status. Um, for nostalgia's sake... Vince McMahon taking his shirt off and having a match. The idea was interesting. The execution, though, was a little the rough. six years old. And he squashed Pat McAfee. He did. A 34-year-old young buck. And beat him with a – he punted a football to his guts. And it was like, damn, devastating maneuver. <laughs> I think we could have got to the same result in less time without an actual match from Vince. He could have took the shirt off still, and they could have jumped him, and then we could have heard the glass shatter, and Steve Austin came out and, and handled what he handled, but you know, it was what it was. It was what it was. No, it, was it happened. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> it happened. Uh, what did you think of the Raw after Mania? It was better than the previous years. The last couple of years have been kind of struggle, yeah. Um, I saw people complaining that there weren't any, you know, major debuts. But I mean, with what we got with night one and night two of Mania, this was a perfectly fine Raw after Mania. Yeah. Um, Cody came out, opened the show. The two, the two most talked about aspects, the three most talked about aspects. Cody began the show. Bianca was right in the middle, and Roman Reigns closed it out. They paced it well. Um, I mean, we don't we don't see the dark matches, but it was fucking Kevin Owens versus Cody Rhodes in a dark match. Right, right. Come on, yeah, decent. You gonna cry about that? You can't. You know what I'm saying? You can't. Uh, Ezekiel made his way back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker's uh, coming out, bro. And I'm thinking, like, who the fuck is Ezekiel? Bro, and like closer and closer to the camera, I'm like, no fucking way. Stu Pickles. <laughs> Swole ass Stu Pickles made his way. It's been 20 years. Made his way back. Uh, MVP turned on on my or turned on Bobby Lashley. <sighs> I hate to see it just because I like that pairing, but that's a good mouthpiece for Omos. Yeah, for sure. Good mouthpiece for Omos. Let Omos do the do the dirty work and um, MVP build him up. MVP is going to be great for a long time in this role. Yeah, he will. For a long time in this role, um, but yeah, man, this Friday tonight, tonight, uh, Roman Reigns re- reveals his next step. Um, I think we're somewhere on the path to Roman Reigns versus Cody. I know they want Roman Reigns and Rock next year. Maybe we get Roman and Cody at SummerSlam. Perfect. That'd be a banging summer match. It would. I think Cody loses. 
I don't think you give you don't give Cody the belt too soon. Let no. him let him struggle. Let him get screwed out. Maybe he wins a rumble, and maybe the belts will be um, maybe the belts will be not unified anymore by that time. Maybe Drew McIntyre blows it. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. But we're starting a new year, man. Starting a new year. The slate is wiped clean. The slate is wiped super clean. Any other thoughts, man, on WrestleMania, NXT, the week that was? It was – I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I mean, it's always, WrestleMania is always fucking good. Yeah. It's always fun as much as people talk shit about it, whatever. Fuck off. It's Wrestle fucking Mania. I could never watch wrestling again, and I will always watch WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly. Always. No doubt. No doubt. Big Man, let me know can reach you on the social medias, dog. You got it, go. Y'all can find me. Shit, let me start that over. I fucked that up. Find me on TikTok, <laughs> Twitter, and Instagram at A, motherfucker, A underscore M, A-A-F-H-U-C-K-A. And that's it. That's the bottom line. <laughs> no doubt. Big, so <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Desayuno. J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page. On Twitter, on the Instagrams at the Hard Camera. We got it all. You know what you can find up over there. All the different ways to reach us. Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public. The firest of contents. Stick around in a few weeks because we got a bit of a layoff, man. A bit of a, as, as we build new stories, we're not going nowhere, though. In a few weeks, we have the best of the hard camera. Be on the lookout for that. Got some things bumbling, 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 bubbling, rumbling here over the hard camera. It's, it's everything. We got it all. Absolutely. But I am your guy, Juve. I'm here with my partner, Big Ren, the legendary. We are the Ultimate Maniacs. And until next time, we will see y'all next time. Salute.